Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to Goonies World. I'm Ryan, also known as Meanie, or Meanie, also known as Ryan. You can flip that either way, it's fine with me. And joining me, as always, Colin, also known as Goonie, or Goonie, also known as Colin. Hey. And, of course, it wouldn't be Goonies World without... Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh, or Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. Hey, or hey. And I believe we are returning to uh, the burrow. Yes, land. back to the world of bunnies and burrows, the original edition from 1976. And when we stopped last time, you, in your quest to find the missing rabbit John Radisher, have just found him dead, or at least part of him dead, under the porch of the big house, far from the north of Stonewall, where you live. And you thought that Piwacket, the murderous black cat who lives here, uh, was asleep, but he just said to you, So, you didn't really think I was asleep, did you? Now, again, he's above you <clears throat> on the porch. You can kind of see his fur through the cracks of the porch above you. You've come in under the porch, and he was sleeping, supposedly, in the sunlight. And you also have found a strange clue, which seems to indicate that John Radisher might have been a spy. But what do you do? Your little bunny hearts freeze a little bit, I'm sure, as brave as you are when you hear Piwacket's voice. For this great big cat has murdered many rabbits. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not feeling good about this at all. If we run, he will chase us down and kill us. Yeah, but he's a fat piece of shit. I can outrun him. But you might not be able to. <laughs> I heard that. And I'm not fat, I'm husky. The lady who lives here told me so. And I'm not very hungry at the moment because I've just eaten. <laughs> Why don't you come out of there, little rabbits, and talk to me for a while while my food digests? I think we can talk down here just fine. No. Here's some movement from above, and the shadow of fur gets up, and he pops down the little slats in the stairs and turns around with a great big yawn. And as he turns around, he glances over at his tail, like he sees a bit of his tail in the peripheral vision. He's like, what, what? And he looks over at you, returns his baleful gaze to you. Did you see something? No. I saw nothing. Feeling paranoid? Well, I'm always on my guard, especially after a meal, when I'm feeling full and not as frisky as I normally am. But every now and then lately, I've been thinking I've been seeing something out of the corner of my eye. It's driving me crazy. And then he whips around really fast. And, hmm. He turns around and looks at you. So, what brings you here, little rabbits? Surely not for my dinner. Is your din- Was your dinner John Radisher? Or was that his name? He squealed so deliciously. And he did taste of radishes, now that I think of it. Disgusting, vile radishes. Well, I would, I would say you will pay for that, but we are thinking maybe that he was, a, that he has betrayed our burrow and is a traitor. No, I don't know. He seems like a friendly sort to me when I saw him. He was hiding just over there where you came in so sneakily by the gate and talking to a rather large stoat. And uh, when they saw me, of course, the stoat skedaddled. John Radisher was not so lucky. I got a feeling I interrupted a terribly important conversation. Oh, shit, what was that? <laughs> and he turns around, and uh, I'm going to see if he sees his tail. He's got a 60% chance. And he flips around. He's I wrote a nine. He flips around and starts chasing his tail in a circle. He's like, oh, i got to get it. I see it. I see it. i got to get it. I got it. Now, do you guys want to take any action while he is so distracted uh, here? I'm just going to fucking yeah, run. Now would be a good time uh, to run. Yeah, I, I I think you're right, and uh, you don't really have to dodge because he is distracted. And uh, what? And your speed again is like 17, Correct. isn't it, uh, Runny Carlos? <clears throat> yes, and you you can do 50 yards in this in this round, and you just take off. I assume towards the fence where the little hole yeah, is. That's where we came in. Okay, and what's your speed, Fufu? Twelve. Well, you can run about 30 yards, and you'll make it almost there too. So. Uh, Oh, and then you hear Piwak. It's a howl of disappointment, and he stopped chasing his tail, and he looks over. 
Oh, you're much too far away to bother with. But I'm sure I'll see you again if you pass this way. We will see each other again. Ta-ta, he says. Well, good distraction. He's he's obviously not realized it's his tail that he's chasing in a circle. So Pywacket may not be the most brilliant cat. But now you find yourselves there uh, just outside the gate. Man, what do you want to do? You could return and, you know, give this information to Granny Maisie, or you could go to Drainpipe. You could do any number of things. We must seek out this stoat somehow. I think he is the key. Maybe this, if we go to Drainpipe, we will find, we can ask around and we can, I'm sure there's more than one stoat, but we might get some answers there. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. I was kind of thinking maybe we should go back to, uh, go back to the borough and talk to Granny Maisie and see what, uh, she wants us to do. I don't know. Uh, going off the drain pipe, uh, seems kind of scary. It's certainly scary. And, and, of course, you also are supposed to bring back John Radish's truck. I mean, he's got, like, a human Tonka truck toy that's all beat up that he pushed Radish's around in, which your friends, the Wheezy Boys, well, I don't want to, I wouldn't call them your friends. But the Weasel Gang, the Weezy Boys, was guarding that for you on their oath, mm-hmm. if you recall the Weasel's word. Um, I think you gave away two of your red berries to them. Yeah. And so you're, you're with all, you're without any. At least Fufu, I think, is without any healing herbs. Yeah. But uh, but I'm sure a great adventure could be had by going straight to Drainpipe and seeing what's what. It's also possible that Granny Maisie could offer some words of wisdom and encouragement. And maybe some more herbs. Yes, perhaps you are wise. Maybe we should stop by our burrow and seek the advice of Granny. And we could take the truck back, oh, too, and uh, turn it in, you know? If you can move it this time, I guess found it hard to push <laughs> last time, which uh, entertained the weasels greatly. But you make your way back down the trail you came up, where you were following the, the smell of the snuffball, the that uh, John Radisher had used to disguise his scent and try to mask his scent, which was your first inkling that maybe he didn't want to be found. But eventually, after an hour or so, you make it back down uh, the hill into the valley and then up into where the Weeping Willow stands, which is where you left the truck. The weasels are still there. They're smoking corn silk with Nellie, the big, huge snapping turtle who you've met before. What's up, rabbits? Says Nelly with his corn silk dangling from his mouth. Hey, you're back. I thought Piwacket was going to get you for sure. Says Greedy Gut. Yeah, I thought you was dead. Says Vinegar Tom. Yeah, you was dead like, like, like dead. Says Sugar Sack. No chance. We are alive. And now we have come for the cart. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got it for you. Like you said, you're lucky we're on the weasel's code here because Nelly here... Nelly here wanted to get it. He says he knows we can get all kinds of, uh, you know, all kinds of good fish and whatnot. He's a little watering hole. And he said if he tells us where it is, you know, uh, if he, we give him the truck, he'll tell us where it is. So uh, we was if you didn't come back by nightfall, we was going to figure you was dead and that Piwack had got you. Hey, how'd you meet that big bastard anyway? Well, he, uh, man, he he, he just ate, eaten uh, John Radisher, so he wasn't very hungry, fortunately. Also, he's very stupid. Yes. The intelligence of cats is overrated. Yeah, I'm the first to agree. A lot of people ain't intelligent like me. You know, I got a doctorate. I got a doctorate in being a badass. Ain't that right, fellas? Yeah, that's right. He's a badass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, go ahead and take your truck. Take your truck. We, uh, we Now he's even, all right? Now he's even. What do you know of a stoat that might have come through here? That met with John Radisher. I stay away from Stoats. They're like the weasel's white trash cousin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, white trash cousin. Yeah, white trash cousin. Yeah, you know, we stay away from the... The only big Stoat I know about is Bile over in Drainpipe. He's a big bastard, too. He's the biggest Stoat i ever seen. You know, they say he's uh, he got the whole place. He's running it like an iron fist now. He got foxes helping him out. He got hawks helping him out. And all kinds of wicked rabbits... I'm talking really hard cases, you know. They don't want where you live. What is it? Stoneboro, Stonewall, Stonewall, and I never get the name Stonewall. right. Stonewall. 
Yeah. Ain't that right? Well, anyway, that's the only store I know about, and he's bile, and he's bad. You don't want to be messing with bile. I wouldn't even mess with bile, and I'm bad. Aren't I bad, Vinegar Tom? Yeah, you bad, you bad, greedy gut. Isn't he bad? Sugar sack? Yeah, he bad, all right. Hey. You ain't, you ain't bad. <laughs> you ain't bad. Uh, suddenly, they uh, they all break into a dance groove. They're snapping their fingers, and uh, music starts, and uh, three and a half minutes later, we continue with our conversation. <laughs> but do you guys want to try to see if you have better luck pushing the uh, the cart this time? Yeah, let's. Uh, Nelly the turtle speaks up and he goes, "Let's see if you're as uh, let's see if you're as strong as you are fast." I heard you guys had trouble moving. It. Always bragging about how you're so fast. Let's see how strong you guys are. And so you guys could attempt. I think you should go first, uh, Fufu. You're you're stronger than I am. Yes, uh, what do I need to roll for it? Alright, alright, Fufu, you have a 65% chance to, uh, move this wagon. Alright, he's gonna stretch his arms. Wait a minute, what's uh, your strength 17? again? All right. You have an 85% chance okay. to move this wagon. Yeah, I think I just, uh, rolled really bad last time. This time I got a 43 Oh, okay, well. There you go. All right, well, I was getting to worry about you. Thought all that was fat, not muscle. Ha. But anyway, you, you managed to finally move uh, move the Tonka truck radish cart, much to the much to the disappointment of the weasels who were hoping to, uh, to, to make fun of you a little bit, as was Nellie. Well, be careful out there. Don't you watch out for these stoats. If if I was you, I wouldn't go asking around over the drain pipe. There's bad boys over there. We'll be fine, thank you. Fine like your mama. What? Says Nelly. <laughs> nothing? Get out of here. Nothing. He didn't say nothing. He didn't go say nothing. Go back to where you came All right. from. All right. Well, I assume you guys can push, uh, push that back uh, along the path to... Stonewall without too much problem. In motion, I can keep it going. You might want to hop in. That's right. That's right. And the path is well-worn, and it's already rutted because John Radish has pushed it back and forth so many times between here and Bywater, where he trades the radishes for watercress. But it's a relatively uneventful journey back. And you uh, make it to Stonewall... And it looms above you again, this crumbling old stone wall covered with moss all over the top. And you make it back into the mazy warrens. Hello there, good morning, hello. See all the rabbits who are going about their business. And you can hear like the hundreds and hundreds of little baby rabbits crying way back in the background in the nursery. And finally you make your way into the Great Hall where Granny Maisie holds court. And she says, I see you have returned. And they tell me you've left, uh, you've, you couldn't push the, the cart in here, but uh, and they... They tell me you have uh, returned the cart as well. Yes, Granny. But I do not see John Radisher with you. Well, I have part of them. I want to take out the tail that I put in my pouch and uh, mm. present that. Very sad. What happened to him? A victim of Piewacket. Piewacket. One day we shall have to have a reckoning with Piwacket, who has wrought much sorrow yes. here. I will lead the charge against him. But that is strange to me. Piwacket must be ranging rather far afield, because Piwacket we be up north at the big house. Rarely does he come down on the path to Bywater to do his hunting. Well, unfortunately, we have learned some unsettling news. Oh? Yes, I'm, I'm afraid um, John Radisher... We traced him to the very big house where Piwacket lives, and we found something. You found something? Yes, Runny Carlos can show you. All right, take a look at this. This is crazy, man. He got he like has all this stuff written down like it was a spy or something. He's got like all the you know uh, entrances and the defense points and everything. Hmm. I believe you are right. This is most disconcerting. I do not like this at all. This must be thought upon. I believe it is obvious that someone is planning some sort of 
an invasion, wouldn't you agree? Yes, and uh, we have suspected it might be members of of Drainpipe. Yeah, that's mm. big stupid cat said that uh, that uh, John Radisher was talking to a, a big old stoat. Yes, a stoat at which we learned that could be a stoat named uh, what was it? Bile. Yes, I'm aware of him. Yes. Well, for many long years, a sort of uneasy truce has existed. The the wicked rabbits and strange animals of Drainpipe rarely have bothered the fine folk of Stonewall. That is because we are resourceful and powerful. However, brute force does not always work best. I, I think gathering him from... What? I think... Please Sorry. do not interrupt when I am pontificating. I think brute force may not... May work later on in the game, but now we need to gather information. And so, how would you feel about a bit of a spy mission? Yes, uh... Whatever needs to be done, Granny. I don't want to ask too much of you. I don't know if you are powerful and brave enough for this, but you're among the best we have. We uh, are up to it. I'm fast. I don't know how sneaky I am. Yes. Well, I think I think courage and uh, resourcefulness and ingenuity should be your greatest allies here. What I suggest is that you come up with some sort of disguise, come up with a new name and disguise yourselves somehow, and then go try to make your way into Drainpipe and uh, see if you can learn their plans and, if possible, if possible, discredit or stop this bile the stoat somehow. And if you wait here, I will talk to our herbalists and see if there's anything we can gather that could help you in your mission. Meanwhile, you think of a pseudonym and some form of disguise, and I will return shortly. And she turns and leaves you guys alone in the uh, in the Great Hall of Stonewall. And now you have to think of some way to uh, disguise yourself a little bit and come up with a name, which I'll put you on the spot, just as she has. And tell me uh, who wants to... Uh, who wants to go first? Mm. <coughs> My name is Fufu. I guess I could be Poo-Poo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. I like that. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking I could, I could be like Dave or something. You know, like Steve or Dave or Steve. Donnie. Dave. <clears throat> yes, uh, that would. That would uh, be a good disguise. I don't. I wouldn't know you if you said your name was Dave or whatever. <laughs> well, what do you guys want to do physically? You got to know, like some 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 aliases now. What do you want to do to disguise yourselves a little bit? It could be something simple, but uh, it should definitely there should be some spy color and uh, how you change how you present yourself. I a wonder bit. if we could um, hide our ears or something and. And pose as guinea pigs. <laughs> hey, that's not that's a bad funny. idea. Maybe we could, like, I don't know, like, put on, like, hats or something. And then, like, say that we're, like, guinea pigs. And, uh, we escaped from, uh, you know, like, captivity or something. And, uh, we wanna, we wanna, like, eat meat now or something. I don't know. Is that what they're doing in there, in that town, eating meat? That's what they're saying. The rumors are that some of the wicked rabbits have been eating meat, which, of course, goes against the grain and probably makes them very sick at first, but apparently they get used to it. Or are those just dark rumors? Certainly the stoats eat meat. And you've heard rumors that other big animals like foxes and uh, are there with them as well. But... If you want to try to come up with some form of disguise with your ears by getting little hats together, and they have little caps and things like that around here. Some rabbits wear, like, little capes or cloaks. So it doesn't take long for you to run round up some hats. What what type of a little hat do you get? Keeping in mind, rabbits probably can't make anything too complicated. If you have a really wild hat, it probably came from a human doll or something that ended up in the trash. Mm-hmm. So what kind of hat uh, are you guys wearing? I'm going to try several on. 
Um, maybe like a <clears throat> a bowler type hat. Okay, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, there's a little bowler hat. It's from a um, uh, a ventriloquist dummy that uh, was dragged here. It was from the trash. He had a little bowler hat on, and it's just about the right size for you. Yeah. You want the monocle that went with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want uh, like a doll. It could possibly come off like a doll, like a uh, <clears throat> uh, a matador doll. You know, like those those like black hats with like the red trim and like uh-huh. the and like little red tassels that like uh, you know what you know what I, I think that uh, there's a good chance of that hey I rolled a zero six I didn't know even know what the chance was before I rolled the dice but I'm sure a zero six will suffice and yes um, it was uh, it was actually uh, from part of a pinata that they had some human community had a Cinco de Mayo that went to the trash a little uh, matador mm-hmm. pinata piece that uh, with his little hat, and that's still relatively intact, a little dirty. And so, with your hats, and uh, we'll see if you can disguise yourselves as guinea pigs. To see how effective these disguises are, we won't roll dice now. We'll roll dice in the moment when we need to. But uh, they may or may not be completely effective. But I agree, rabbits and guinea pigs sort of look a lot alike. And so, that might be an, uh, a good idea. It might be a good plan. I didn't know what you guys were going to do, but... Oh my, I did not know what you would come up with, says Granny Maisie as she walks back in the room with her chief, her chief herbalist, whose name is Harpo. Harpo doesn't say anything, but he hands her a bag and she goes, I have some things here that may help you. Now, alas, our herbalist can spare only one red berry for each of you. Yes. So please take that. It may come in handy if your red berries you got from Aloysius have not already. And here Harpo has come up with something we call slumber root powder. And here he has given her a little acorn cup with a lid. Like they've taken an acorn and hollowed out the inside. And the top of it's like a little lid, the cup. Inside this, inside this cup is some powder that should make a rather large animal fall asleep if they ingest it. You have to get them to eat it, however. You can't just blow it in their face. Mm. They will fall into a very deep sleep, this slumber root. And finally, <clears throat> we have some bitter mushroom for you. When if you eat it, you will temporarily have great strength. You may feel fatigued afterwards. And then Harpo uh, gestures violently and points at his little bag around his neck and she shakes her head and he gestures even more violently and finally she sighs <sighs> yes very well Harpo here has something he would like to test this is something he calls fire root it's very very dangerous and if you place this in the sun then within a few seconds it should begin to catch flame use it as a last resort please do not set the longwood on fire. I feel like this is a s- scene from, like, the bunny version of the 007 movie. Yeah. It was like, oh, Q yes, was... Yes. It's totally... He's totally <laughs> Q. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, we have a cigarette gun. No. Um, here's the keys to your Aston Martin. Uh, I'm sorry, however, how, do, how did she say we were supposed to use the fire route? The fire is, you, you place it okay. in the sun, in direct sunlight, and a fire will start a little bit later. And all these little herbs are kept in these little acorn cups that you can put in your little bags you wear around your necks. Now, I don't know how, dis- I don't know how convincing your disguises are. Remember, you must change your personalities as well. Guinea pigs have very different personalities from They're rabbits. stupid. But they are, the, the, the they are more are not docile, I think. They, while we would... Hop around and flop. They just sit there and squeak and eat. From what I've seen. Well, all of the hopes of all of the rabbits of Stonewall go with you in your journey. But will you go by night or go by day? Well, how long, how many hours is it to drain pipe? Well, this is, uh, I've never been there myself, but it's past the big house. I imagine you'll be on the road some hours. 
makes no difference to me whether you go at night or day, but you must understand, as you have already learned, that the predators change complexion after dark, or during the day there are others. During the day it's easier to be seen. At night, darker things are out. Might be wise to go during the day when there are less predators around. Yeah, I don't want to get picked up by an owl or something. That wouldn't be no good. Yes. Yes, luckily we're very far from where they have owl camp right now. So. That is good. Yes, this is a Jupiter Spring game. You just didn't know it. No. <clears throat> anyway, um, yes, she sends you on your mission. Uh, Harpo looks after you approvingly. <clears throat> good luck. Yes, good luck. Yes, uh, yes, uh, we were just saying good luck. Yes, Hamish said good luck. Say all the rabbits as you move back out through the, the crowded and busy burrows of Stonewall out into the daylight and begin your long walk. Now, do you want to go back to the big house and go from there and risk running into Piwacket again, or do you want to kind of take a slightly longer way um, around um, Round Top Hill and find your way to Pebble Creek, which you crossed on the way. You could follow the creek instead of cross it. And you could get to drain pipe that way. So it's really up to you. Depends on how fast uh, cats digest their food. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we might want to go around. I yeah. think Fufu would not be afraid, but uh, Medigan it might be smart too. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what you would encounter on the long way around, but you also know a very unpleasant thing that you will encounter. Yes. I'm not saying you couldn't beat Piwacket in a fight, but I'm saying Piwacket could potentially kill you in, like, one attack. One of these days I um, will go toe-to-toe with Piwacket. But I am not ready yet. I must prepare. And as you make... Yeah, and as you make your plans for the future, don't forget the uh, special properties of the herbs that uh, Harpo has given you. But... You go around the long way. And so you don't follow the same path you did earlier. And you will not go past the Weeping Willow and will not encounter your friends again. But uh, you go up and around the hill round top. And there are some great stones and boulders. And there's a lot of critters, small creatures, scatter at your approach. And... uh, Rabbits are territorial, and they'll fight just to have grazing rights in an area. They'll fight little things, like mice and voles and whatnot. But you're kind of out in what might be considered like a rocky badlands from your point of view. These, these boulders are pretty big compared to you, and they sort of tumble down the hill occasionally and get stuck on each other. You don't have a great line of sight, but luckily you do have your strong smell. And if anyone ever wants to stop and smell and get some clues about... Uh, you know, what may be ahead of you, you feel free to call out and call for a smell check, as they say. Um, but up ahead, one thing you do smell without having to roll is the smell of, of rotten wood. There's this huge fallen log, uh, fallen tree. You know, it's a rotten and old log, and uh, there's worms and things crawling inside and out of it. And uh, you'll either have to crawl under it or jump over it to continue on your way. Uh, or go around it. What are those things would you like? We got to crawl call? under it because uh, we're, we're not, guinea pigs will crawl under it, right? They wouldn't jump over it. Yes, they have no hops. We we must. Uh, yeah. If we are committed to our rules, yes, we must go under. That's a very good point. And as you go under, you wiggle your body down. And who goes first? Uh, I think I'm going to go first. Okay. And you're not as big, so you don't need to roll to wriggle your way under there. You're pretty quick. And you pop up on the other side, no problem. And uh, how about you, Fufu? You're going to have to actually make a roll. And what is your dexterity, Fufu? Eight. Okay. Well, you have a 15% chance to wriggle your way through without touching or dislodging any of the rotten wood. So why don't you give it a shot? I rolled a six. Hey, you just make it right through. And luckily, 
you're already out and on the other side and not stuck under there when suddenly from a crack in the uh, from a gaping opening in the rotten log hundreds of wasps all come out at the same time you they've heard you you've disturbed them you're in their territory you know they'll buzz around and attack you and swarm you and unless you get the the heck out of their turf as fast as you absolutely can but uh, thank the good fairy who watches over the forest that you are not pinned under there to be stung over and over by this angry horde of wasps and uh, this is a famous horde and the chief wasp is a big big son of a bitch big wasp named Genghis and you hear him shout in their incomprehensible wasp language and they'll just dive bomb you like kamikazes I'll assume you run because there's really no way to stop and fight a swarm and what is your your speed is 17 right uh, running Carlos yeah and I think uh I know you can run about 50 yards, and I know that from the last time I asked, I don't remember what your strength was, Fufu, but I know you can run 30 yards. And so, My speed is tw- you guys, 12. 12, yeah, and you can run 30 yards. So you guys take off, and you're going to have to dodge to not get stung. And because you're very fast, Runny Carlos, you're only going to have to make one dodge roll to, before you can get out of their territory. They usually don't fly around very far. But uh, your dodge roll versus their attack uh, is going to be pretty good. You're going to have an 85% chance if you choose to dodge here instead of fighting. Roll the 41. Nice. So you duck and weave, and you finally get uh, uh, out of uh, the, the area of rotted vegetation where this great log has fallen and up onto some high rocks. And uh, you can see the swarm has stopped chasing you. But... Your poor friend Fufu is going to have to make two dodge rolls uh, on the way. And Fufu, with your speed of 12 and choosing a dodge maneuver, you are going to have a 55% chance to not get stung terribly by the wasps. And you may, of course, roll twice because there's so many wasps and you're slower. I failed... First time. Oh no. Well, that's too bad because. Oh. I'll see what this is. Uh, wow. No. You feel Yeah, twice? I got a 100. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, my. Well, that's critical failure. And uh, so, my number of wasps that stings you is going to be the highest possible face on the D6. So, you have seven wasp stings all together. One from the first failed roll, which I rolled a one, <laughs> and then the second failed roll is automatically six. Now, it's just one point of damage per sting, but sting, 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 sting. You get all eaten up. That's seven points of damage gone. Boom. And you're exhausted by the time you reach the rock and stinging, and their venom's running through your veins, and it's it's not going to kill you or anything, but it hurts. But uh, you hear Genghis call off their attack when you reach the high rocks, and they triumphantly return to their nest and their rotten log. And uh, now you at least know where that is. Jerks. Oh, shit, man. Oh, that... Uh, here, have my extra... I've, I've, I've got three of these things. You take you take this extra one. You got you got stung up pretty good, man. I admit I am feeling very vulnerable. I must take this berry and recuperate. Yeah, you take the uh, red berry now. That'll be one dice of healing, so it will cure you for D6. I hope you roll high. Four. So Four. Hey, it's I've better got than nothing. Seven hit points. Because I, I was already okay. injured a little bit uh, from last game. So, yep. Seven. Yes. Well, this is why most rabbits run uh, rather than fight. And you did run as best you can, but uh, Genghis and his terrible horde of wasps is uh, is always, you know, their their reputation far exceeds their actual territorial area. If they were, if this was a hex map of the Longwood, they would only occupy one little hex that you've just crossed through. But and, and you're in this uh, region of high tumble boulders now, and on top of the hill, the reason they call it Round Top is because it doesn't have a lot of trees up there. And of course, you're always on the lookout for large birds, and uh, you don't see any. Right now, there are plenty of birds, but you don't see any big predatory birds. No falcons, no hawks. Every now and then, there's uh, there's hawks that uh, 
circle far ahead and then dive suddenly upon you, but you don't see anything like that right now. Of course, you'll have to run up over uh, the hill, and uh, the sun is shining down. It's very warm between the rocks, and uh, at the top of the hill, there's a, a pretty bad crack, which has created a, a ravine almost, as the top of the hill is sort of starting to crack apart. This comes from pressure from an old tree that was ripped out of the ground a long time ago there, probably by high winds. You realize that tree has ripped out and its roots have partially cracked open the top of the hill and the, the tree itself is probably that great big rotten log that's rolled all the way down over the boulders to the bottom of the hill. But uh, plenty of places to hide in here, though, is the good news in case you see a, a bird of prey. Now... Birds of prey, they just go around randomly. I'm going to see if there is one right now. There's always a 25% chance. But luckily there is not at the moment. Because our terrible hawk is off somewhere else, I guess. Um, now, to get over this area of cracks and ravines, though, you'll certainly have to jump. So to jump across these uh, cracks and ravines, each of you will have to make a quick roll. This is based on your strength, however, and... Uh, what was your strength running? Uh, 15. Okay. So that's still a pretty good. So you have a 75% chance to make this jump, which is just, I say, about a, a is yard. It 75? Yeah, and getting a running start, you jump. 40. And clear it with no problem. Fufu, meanwhile, I assume, has a much higher well, strength. 17. 17. Okay, and a 17, you have a 90% chance to make this jump, Fufu. Yes, 49. And you do. And just as you jump on the other side, uh, from there's a big rock right on the other side. And just as you guys land and run, you kind of pass this rock, but Fufu's still on the other side of it. And you hear a terrible sound of a rattle. And slithering out from behind the big rock is a huge Maybe. Oh. rattlesnake. <laughs> it's a huge rattle. It's a huge baby with a rattle. He would be huge to you, probably. But, uh, no, it's a huge rattlesnake. He's about six feet long. His name is Yago. Everyone hates him. And he uh, slithers out and then looks back and forth at each of you, his eyes going to the left and his eyes going to the right as if he's trying to figure out where he will strike. And... Running, if you want to do something before... He looks poised to move. And if you want to do something before he does, um, you can kind of tell he's probably going to try to bite Fufu within seconds. Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> well, it I, I sounds like I kind of have the opportunity to act first. Um, so, Yeah, you have the jump on the situation. Literally. Real quick. Look at the combat actions and see if there's one of those I want to try to do or if I just want to run. Yeah. This game, of course, uh, for our listeners, has sort of a matrix of combat actions. And um, what what they do versus what you do yields a percent chance. Ryan's character can see what the other guy's going to do, you know, before he makes his decision because he's so fast. But Goonie's character's not quite as fast, so he has to kind of make his combat decisions and let other so people So it sounds react. like he's trying probably to, like, bite and release or bite and hold yes. one of the two. Yes, he's probably going to do one of those uh, two things. In which case, I'm going to attempt a rip. You rip. And with your strength, of course, and we will add the rip percentage. And so... Well, that's not bad, and you're going to have... Well, I would think that would be slightly higher, but well, with the plus 20, it will be. You're going to have a 58% chance to succeed at this rip before he can do anything. What's the pl plus 20 for? Just curious. This, because you already have a base percent chance because of your strength in his defense class, and then because you chose rip versus a bite wow. and release, you got a plus 20. Nice. And so that's a little bit of glimpse into the game mechanics. For you said 65? Yes. Oh, I rolled a 75. No, no. Well, you startle him, though, and he turns around, and he's at a penalty to his attempted bite. You've, and he's, uh, oh, man. But I tell you what, I'm assuming now you, um, what do you want to try to do? He's trying to bite you, Fufu. 
but he has a penalty to it already, but I want to see what you do to see. Um, Before I totally assess it. You can always try to dodge or run. The rattlesnake's bite does five dice of damage. Yeah, I was going to try to, like, dodge it. Okay. Well, and he's doing... So, you have a 35% chance to dodge. Also, you gave us last time, you gave us a uh, luck point. I did. Luck point, which will... How do those work? You can have it. Well, I had originally, and this is not something that's in the game, I just gave them to you because I know there's snakes and owls and all kinds of terrible things out here that do a lot of damage to little rabbits. And so I had originally said it was a re-roll, but I think we should go with automatic success. But I only gave you one, but it could save your life. Is this something so. we have to do, like, uh, prior to... No, you can okay. use it retrospectively if you wish. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd like to see uh, if I could do it. Yeah, you got a 35% chance to dodge the terrible bite of Yago, the rattlesnake. I'm going to just, like, yeah, I'm going to be uh, serene, and then the last second, I'm going to hop as he dives right under me. Okay. And I rolled an 8, I swear. I show nice. you. Nice, nice. So, you can't even see it. Yep, yep, I can see. Yep, I can see. His camera's on the eights, the zero eights. And he makes it and uh, jumps up out of the air, jumps up into the air, and the, the snake goes shooting past below you, all six feet of him. And then I assume you guys want to run the hell away, or do you want to stop and see if you can kill the rattlesnake, just for bragging rights? I am not at full health. In well, five otherwise, I would. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's a bit much, I think, to try to contend with. If you come back again this way, you're dead meat, says Yago. That's a rather breathy plunger. <laughs> Wait till you hear the <laughs> owls. Hopefully you won't meet any owls because you are out by day and not up on a bald hill where you're totally visible to an owl at night, which you began to have the feeling is probably what would have happened. Rattlesnakes enjoy the hot sun up here and Owls enjoy the the good hunting. But I assume you'll get the hell off the top of the hill. And uh, below, running around the base of the hill, you do see Pebble Creek. Now, it winds its way all throughout the Longwood. You had to cross Pebble Creek early in your journey to the big house. But, you know, it runs to the east here where you are now. And you can hop across it, no problem. It's got enough pebbles in it that you can hop from pebble to pebble. But if you follow the creek uphill, it should take you to drain pipe. That's what they say. The drain pipe empties into this creek. Yes, this is the way. Well, the shadows grow long throughout the afternoon as you follow the babbling creek. And night doesn't fall, but it gets into late afternoon to where the a lot of the crickets and cicadas and things like that come out, and you can hear the tree frogs calling back and forth after your long day's journey. In fact, you've been traveling since this morning. You know, it's been a long day. You, all your adventures in the last episode, everything has all been in this day so far. But it's not completely dark. But then, the creek gets uh, narrower, and uh, its its pulse gets quicker. And the hills around you are going up and up, and the creek winds its way down through them. And soon, in the distance, you can see in the red glare of, of the sunlight, the sun's behind you, and it's shining through the trees, almost completely illuminating the most gorgeous creature you have ever seen, which is standing in front of a drain pipe. It's a beautiful fox. And is basking in the setting sun, but the sun's illuminating this drain pipe that comes out. Now, up at the top of the hill, there's an old road, and you see a keep uh, road closed sign, and it's been there for years, like, a, you know, um, and the drain pipe ran under the road from human areas, and it's a storm sewer drain. It's not a sewage drain, so there's not nasty stuff in it, but it has a grill in front of it, but you can tell the bits of the grill have been removed so that fairly big creatures can wriggle their way in there, but not something as big as a fox. The fox is just sitting outside of it, almost like it's guarding it. Um, 
I don't know if you are trying to not be seen by the fox or not. You've just noticed him. If you'd like to hide and observe further, please go ahead. I think we should um, hide it. Otherwise, you may approach openly. Just because uh, foxes okay. do, I would imagine, eat rabbits, so um, we should at least see if he's a friendly fox or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I will uh, tell you exactly what your chances are to try to hide in less than two seconds. And what is your dexterity, Fufu? Oh, uh, eight. Okay. You have a 50% chance to hide. At 10, there's a 60% chance. At 10, there's a 60% chance to hide. Well, I rolled a 44. I've just flipped over the page, so yes. Well, I rolled a 25, so it sounds like we're both hidden. That's nice. You stay. That's great. That's great. And you guys are hidden. And you can see the fox. He's preening himself in the sun. But suddenly, there's a call from up above. Uh, the call of a raven and this raven swoops over and he can see you from where you're hid behind the rock he doesn't come in and attack but he swoops over and uh, goes hey foxy foxy we got some little guinea pigs hiding down in the rocks oh my guinea pigs says the fox I don't smell any guinea pigs come out little guinea pigs come and talk to me why are you hiding? I'm a friendly fox. Says, uh, because the raven has called him Foxy Foxy, so that must be his name. Thank you, Eddie, he says to the raven. No problem. And Eddie flies off. Eddie keeps a good eye out for us here at Drain Pipe. Come out, little guinea pig. Nevermore. <laughs> I heard that, says Eddie as he flies off. Nice. I like it. I gotta remember that. That's the only word I know how to say in the human tongue. I don't know why this guy taught me how to say it, and that's all I can say. I think I drove. I think I drove the guy a little crazy. To be honest with you. All right, all right, all right. Yes, I'm coming out now. Okay, just all right. It's fine. We're work guinea pigs. O M G says Foxy Foxy. Where did you get those hats? They're absolutely adorable. I love it. Come closer so I can see them. Don't you try nothing funny like trying to bite on my on my guinea pig ass or anything. No, no, I could never do that. You're just simply too adorable. Come here, let me get a closer look at you. Oh, I just can't believe that. That's so lovely. That's so cute. I mean, who put hats on you? This is ridiculous. Our, our owners. Our <gasps> former owners. Owners. Slavers. We oh escaped. My. Are you saying that you were domesticated? We once were something like that. But now we're wild. Huh. And we want to yes. taste the flesh of other animals. Yeah, do you oh. know where to do that? Do you know a, 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 sto, a stoat uh, named... Uh, oh. uh, Isn't it like Bill? I know a stoat named Bile, and apparently word gets around. I don't believe for one minute you've just accidentally stumbled on the drain pipe. It seems you've heard the rumors. We want to get freaky. That's right. I think. You think you've got what it takes to run with the drain pipe boys? Oh, yeah. I think so. I agree. We're hard guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. Well, most of these fellas haven't even seen guinea pigs before. So this should be really We were exciting. kept in cages that were too small, and we oh, didn't get out much, and we were uh, constantly handled like toys. Mm, I don't mind being handled like a toy, but uh, usually by a vixen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't, I didn't like being handled like a toy. And so I would bite, and that's how I got the taste for blood. Oh my, that's a very good explanation. You you gotta persuade him, but you're gonna get a bonus, because that's a good story. That's a plausible uh, story. So, consulting the charisma rules. I'm gonna see 
Your ability to persuade. Chance. And what's your charisma there, uh, Ronnie well, Unfortunately, it is, it is a mere nine. Okay, so ten. You have a base 10% chance, and you got a plus 10% to that, so 20% because of your charisma. But I'm going to give a plus 20 for a really good, plausible cover story. So you have a 40% chance of uh, this just being good enough with no further explanation. Well, that's a 22. Well... I can understand that. I, in fact, a little jealous. I've never had a taste of human blood. Is it as good as I think it's it like, is? Oh, the best. It's so warm and uh, metallic. It's like mm, it's like yeah. biting into a penny. Better than mm, lettuce. Just gross. I mean, now really? once you have blood, you don't want any carrots or lettuce. Oh, boy, I've never had that stuff, and I hope I never have to. But, uh, yeah, why don't you boys come on in? I think Bile's going to want to meet you. A couple of hard guinea pigs. That's a gaff. That's absolutely a gaff. Why don't you come on in, said the fox to the guinea pigs. And he gestures at the little hole in the grill where you can enter drain pipe. Do you want to go in? Well, yes, we must enter. We gotta go. Okay. All right, well, here on the final leg of your mission, you've made it to Drainpipe, and you go inside. But will your disguises be good enough? Will you be able to fool Bile? Will you be, will you be able to do anything about their plans to invade Stonewall? We'll just have to find out next time on our probably final installment of Bunnies and Burrows. So we will see you back here in the Longwood, listeners, in a week.